Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. Lots to get to. We've got Phil Robertson at the bottom of the hour from Duck Dynasty. He's got a new book out called Uncanceled. And uh, what a great conversation we have. Now, I'm going to forewarn you that the microphone isn't great where he is, but you can understand everything he says. It just sounds like he's on speaker. He's not. It's through a computer. But uh, but it's just a, it's great fun to talk to him. And he, he understands traditional American values. And he talks about why he's uncancelable. And uh, we'll get to that and much, much more, including the DHS basically saying you're you're um, a domestic terrorist if you call out the government. It's very, very strange, but I mean, what they said is illegal, but they said it anyway. We'll have that for you on a Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. Yes, indeed. Right, Carrie? Taco oh, Tuesday. Uh, oh. Bring oh it. Mm. Let's go. I've got my tacos, my radio. Exactly right. A little salsa, I'm ready to go. Uh-huh. No enchilada, no cheesy nacho. Uh-huh. Taco Tuesday, the Joe Pack Show. Taco. Taco. Right, Carrie? Come on, man. No. This is great. No, this is my jam. This, this is my it. jam. Let's go. Uh-huh. Now me and Polo, we like the hot sauce. That's right. Joe That's me. Because he's the boss. That's right. Gary Any cheese farts? No? No. Wow, being a cheese parts, very lucky. No, don't sing that. Oh man, nah. horrible. It's Taco Tuesday. Let's go. It's Taco Tuesday on the Joe Pat Show. Taco. It's Taco Tuesday on the Joe Pat Show. Taco. I'm eating tacos with Polo. Taco Tuesday. That's right. Taco Tuesday. Uh-huh. Taco Tuesday. Taco. Polo, what do you got? Taco. My man. I'm talking about Taco <laughs> Tuesday. The people wait all week for the Taco Tuesday. Care. What, are you, what are you laughing really, about? Really, though? I know. I doubt that. I, I you have to understand. See, I, I, had to, I had to actually sit back and try to listen like a listener and realize, even if I don't like something on this show, and I can't stand the Taco Tuesday song with the farts and all, mm-hmm. but... If, really? Even if I don't like it, I have to keep doing it because the listeners want but it. you don't because, again, it's your show and you can do whatever you want. Right. Now, if I stop at Taco because Tuesday, I think show. I'll lose more than just the guy who was wrong about uh, the Virgin Mary. No, no, <laughs> no. The people I, I like it. Which are you, 
like for That's, one for two and a half minutes once a week, it. I ask you guys to put up with it. It's not asking much. I put I up with it. your stupid song tomorrow. Okay, I tell you what, I'll go <laughs> to Taco Tuesday. You no, get rid of Bon Jovi. No, no, deal? I knew you were gonna say that. Deal? No deal. No deal. deal. No deal. No. I got an email. I, I've gotten several emails. I just love the show. It's just great. It's so different. It's the thing. It's the that and the chocolate voice and the polo and the Sam and the badap. And and uh, it was just very very nice. But it was funny because he said. Um, he said something about you that you just don't understand. Oh, no, no. He said that you should do almost every parody for the next few months out of Bon Jovi songs. Carrie doesn't understand how good that one was. Um, I do understand the parody. I do understand it was horrible. Um, wow. I guess that's all you, I you have to say. You really negative that horrible that just came over. <laughs> I know. It was horrible. You can't do a Bon Jovi parody. No. And then, and uh, and then they signed it. And you knew Carrie's I'd be upset. Mom. <laughs> she would not. I had to do it because, I don't know, you gave me a hard time or something you happened where I had it. to. I literally had what? to do it. No. You um, but, but I had to go there. Mm-hmm. All right. Sadly but truly, I've got to get into some serious news now because this is something that I don't think the listeners are going to believe me on. And um, I'm going to show this just to prove that it is actually the DHS website. I'm going to show it to my webcam. Or not to the webcam. <laughs> Back in the day, we had the webcam. It's the Twitch channel. Um, here it is. This is from DHS.gov. Homeland Security, see the seal. This is a real thing. A real uh, National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin from DHS.gov slash advisories. Go look it up yourself if you don't believe me. Issue date, February 7th, 2022, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. The, um, the PDF that you can click on is headlined, is headlined National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin, February 7th, 2022, 2 o'clock p.m. Summary of Terrorism Threat to the U.S. Homeland. Carrie, you following along? Okay. The United States remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by several factors, including an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories and other forms of mis, dis, and malinformation. They're, they're now, there's now an abbreviation for that. Did you know this? It's MDM. I did not. Miss, dis, and malinformation is just called MDM now. Miss, dis, okay. Yes. Introduced and or amplified by foreign and domestic threat actors. These threat actors seek to exacerbate societal friction and sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest, which could potentially inspire acts of violence, mass casualty attacks, and other acts of targeted violence conducted by lone offenders and small groups acting in furtherance of ideological beliefs and or personal grievances posed an ongoing threat to the nation. While the conditions underlying the heightened threat landscape have not significantly changed over the last year, the convergence of the following factors has increased the volatility, unpredictability, and complexity of the threat environment. Now, so far, Carrie, would you agree that they haven't literally said you're in trouble if you complain about the government. They haven't right, said that. Right. Sort of on the periphery, they're going there. They're like, oh, you know, unrest about the government. Do, 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 do. You know, and, and you'll notice they're not naming these groups, but they're small groups of lone actors and small. Because if they say large, then that's BLM and Antifa. Mm-hmm. So they can't say that. They have to try to attack people who aren't those groups. Now, these are the things, Carrie, listen closely, Okay. that are allegedly adding to the threat to the United States. Okay. Number one, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust 
in U.S. government institutions. Just just let that, that sink in. Now, keep in mind, Carrie, who's deciding what's true and what's not? Well, I guess people, I mean, the individual people, I mean, they can decide whether they want to believe well, yeah, it or not. No, you, you, but... you and I can decide. You and I objectively put the truth out there. Mm-hmm. It, that means it's above reproach. It's objectively right. true where I'm not taking a, a stance. But who's this? If the government just put out a bulletin that people putting out M- mm-hmm. MDM, mis, dis, and malinformation, are the ones who are starting the trouble. And people are saying that Dr. Malone is Mr. Disinformation. They're saying Dr. McCullough is Mr. Disinformation. Joe Rogan's in trouble for having them on. I'm in trouble for having mm-hmm. them on. So when I ask the question, who's deciding what's mis, dis, or malinformation, oh, the it's the government. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the social media sites. They're deciding. So let me read number one again, and I want people watching and listening to understand just how scary and, and horrible this is. Number one threat is the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. So if the government's lying, the NIH is lying, the CDC is lying, if Fauci's lying, if Biden's lying, if Saki's lying, you can't call them out because they'll say, we're not lying, and you're spreading a false narrative that somehow undermines the trust in government institutions. Government institutions that we shouldn't trust because we know that they've been lying. We can go back a year, and we can show all the lies or the misinformation or disinformation they put out there. But they have now put out a DHS terrorism threat advisory today where the first issue the first allegation is a big threat is the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in u.s government institutions the the number two thing is continued calls for violence directed at u.s critical infrastructure soft targets and mass gatherings faith-based institutions such as churches synagogues and mosques institutions of higher education uh, racial and religious minorities, government facilities, and personal uh, personnel, including law enforcement and the military, the media, and perceived ideologi- uh, ideological opponents. Now, I agree with the second one. I don't want that to happen. The second one makes sense. The first one doesn't. And the third one is calls by foreign terrorist organizations for attacks in the United States based on recent events. Again, let me read the first, the primary, the biggest threat, and the reason why they put out this notice today. Let, let me read it to you again. The threat environment, the first issue is the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public institutions, or public, public trust that is, in U.S. government institutions. They're literally saying, if you complain about the information we're putting out there, and if you say it's false, and if you have Malone and McCullough and others on, you are now posing a threat of terrorism to the U.S. homeland. I don't know how you could read that any other way. Carrie, could that have been read any other way? I wouldn't think so. That's If you read that as part of a news story, I mean, what it says is, you must get in lockstep with our message or else you're a terrorist. I mean, Mm -hmm. am I misreading it? That's what it says, I mean, that's what it sounds like, yes. And they put this out. It started today, actually yesterday, and it goes until June of this year. So that's it. For the next four months, we're under this advisory. It's crazy. Now, if you go down a bit, there's even more here. Key factors contributing to the current heightened threat environment include 
The proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. For example, there is a widespread online proliferation of false or misleading narratives regarding unsubstantiated widespread election fraud and COVID-19. Grievances associated with these themes inspired violent extremist attacks during 2021. Malign foreign powers have and continue to amplify these false or misleading narratives in efforts to damage the United States. So what are they really talking about here? What they're talking about is you're not allowed to say, hey, do we have proof there wasn't fraud in 2020? There, th- one could assume just from this that they're calling Donald Trump a terrorist because he keeps saying that the election was stolen from him. And saying that that's a false misleading claim How do you say it's not? They won't do any investigation to find out if there was any issue that was happening in 2020 in that election. This is nuts. And then, of course, they added COVID-19, which goes to the Malone and the McCullough stuff. And Dr. Urso and Dr. Jesse Lopez and the lawyer Tom Renz. They literally are trying to shut down anybody who even is willing to ask a question. Ask a question about COVID-19. Now, keep in mind, a year ago, We were told by Fauci, no way, this is a leak from the lab. So a year ago, you would have been a domestic terrorist if you said, what are you talking about? Of course, it's a leak from the lab. It's right there in Wuhan. Now, it's likely that it did come from the lab. So would you have been in jail for a year until somebody admitted that it really was from the lab? This is not free speech. By the way, the First Amendment allows you to bring grievances to the government. And we have real grievances about a pandemic that's affecting us all. We have real grievances about an election where we know just in Maricopa County, there were tens of thousands of, of, of ballots that were at issue and questionable. Just there, we know that, that there is undercover video from Project Veritas and from Dinesh D'Souza in his, new, in his new movie coming out of election and ballot harvesting, which is illegal. So the idea that you're not allowed to question these things, they are looking to start an enemies list and round us up. And I'm not telling you to react violently. Don't do anything like that. Keep your voice loud, like mine is. Make sure the First Amendment still works for you. They can't put out some freaking DHS advisory saying, we're going to take away your First Amendment right to question the government. It literally is part of the fabric of our nation. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Go there, send me an email, sign up for all the social media, sign up for the newsletter. Just click on newsletter and click on all the stories that we have there on the page for you as well. We redesigned the entire site if you haven't checked it out. J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Keep it right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Do I really? Do it. Do it. Carries up in ears. No, I don't like that. I should do some more Bon Jovi no. task. No, never mind. Stop singing. Michael, Bit Donald, don't be jealous. What? 
not. <laughs> Trust me, he's not. <laughs> he's yes. definitely not jealous. No. Without a doubt, he's not jealous. No. Uh, all right, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Um, I, I love you all listening. I know there, there are millions listening right now. Nobody cares that they're all domestic terrorists, though. <laughs> it's very strange to me. I, I got to tell you, we almost always have full phone lines constantly. And I, and I tell you that the DHS has literally marked you as potentially a terrorist if you question Fauci. Literally marked you as a terrorist if you question, um, if you question Saki. I mean, that, to me, that's crazy. It's crazyville. Um, you know what else I'm watching? I'm watching what's happening with the truckers in Canada. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering why it hasn't started here yet. And, and, and I know that there was a Let's Facebook talk. group that had... Well, there was. And they have yeah. like 135,000 people following on Facebook. And Mark Zuckerberg took the group down off of Facebook. Just like GoFundMe said, yeah, we're not going to have you guys raise money. And GoFundMe, by the way, was going to keep the money. Did you hear this? No. We're just going to keep the $10 million. No, no, no. They can't do that. Yes, yes. No. And then attorneys general around the country said, we will sue that ass. And now they're Good. talking about well we're, we'll we'll just we'll just give back uh we'll just give we'll just give refunds well right of yeah, course you don't get you don't to just get give to it they were going <laughs> they were going to give it to their own charities and their own charities might not align wow. with those who actually sent money in That's not right. which is nuts so so uh, my friend Manny who we've had on this program several times who is from Australia <laughs> says that Australia they're gathering by the millions and New Zealand which is right near Australia. I guess they're they're talking about getting this done as well. Mm-hmm. The entire world is starting to stand up, but what I, I'm a little bit surprised we haven't had a bigger outpouring of support to get rid of the masks and stop the mandates here. Maybe the people here are watching to see what's going to happen in Canada. In Canada, they're really clamping down on the truckers. What's happening in New Zealand? Uh, from the blaze, hundreds of New Zealanders inspired by the Canadian trucker protests drove in convoy to their island nation's capital of Wellington on Tuesday and blocked the streets outside Parliament as lawmakers reconvened for the first time since summer. And the convoy for freedom protesters came in trunks and camper vans from all over New Zealand, gathering to protest masks and vaccine mandates as left-wing Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern had delivered her first speech of the new year, Reuters reports. They called for freedom and said they would not leave Wellington until the country's onerous pandemic restrictions were lifted and they're following in the footsteps of the ongoing Canadian Freedom Convoy protest in Ottawa, which is now in its second week. Ardern did not meet with the protesters and told reporters their views were not representative of most New Zealanders, echoing what Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has said about protesters in his country belonging to a fringe minority. I think it'd be wrong to in any way characterize what we've seen outside as a representation of the majority. Arden said at a press conference that the majority of New Zealanders have done everything they can to keep one another safe. I mean, you know, at, at some point, the world is going to say, you know, enough is enough of this garbage. They just Did you see this video, Carrie, where there's a video now online? And I don't, I don't have it at my fingertips, so I can't show the people in the webcam room mm-hmm. uh, or the chat room, whatever the hell I'm calling it today. <laughs> um, I can't show it to them because I don't have it right handy, but there is a video now circulating in Israel, from Israel, where the elementary school children are all wearing masks. They all take them off at once and rip them apart in the classroom. I, They've lifted I the mask mandate that. now for for school kids. I did not see that, no. Yeah, yeah, that's out there. And um, it, w- what boggles my mind is y- you see an increase in the number of hospitalizations in Israel, and that I think is the country that has like four boosters now. Mm-hmm. So even more proof that, you know, getting boosters and getting vaccines and getting all this stuff, if you're not at high risk and if the doctor doesn't doesn't tell you to get it, might not be so helpful. 
But I love that they ripped the masks off and they're gone. While there's still a fight in this country, like state by state, where the school boards and the school districts and the school the teachers unions all want to force people to wear masks. It just doesn't it doesn't make any sense. I've got less than a minute. But, uh, is it Morell? Is that your name, Morell? No, it's Merrill. Merrill, what's going on? Do, do me a favor, like thirty seconds, fill me in. Well, I just wanted to let you know that there was a convoy here in Alaska last Sunday, and it turned out great. A, a ton of people showed up, thousands of vehicles and trucks. Um, and it was a huge thing over here. And the media tried to downplay it uh, and say that there was just may- maybe a hundred trucks showed up. But we went from Anchorage to Eagle River, um, and there were a ton of donations and everything in support of the the uh, Canadian convoy. I got to go. How far is that? Uh, Anchorage to Eagle River. Yeah. Uh, it's probably about. Uh, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 miles. Good stuff, brother. I appreciate you letting me know. It is uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Phil Robertson when we come back. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's such an honor to have this man back. He is the, the the patriarch of Duck Dynasty. He's the man, Phil Robertson, his own self. Phil, how are you? Good to see you again. Doing well. Yeah, you know, you've got another great book out. You're a New York Times bestseller already, but the new book is called Uncanceled, and this is so timely. Uh, at last we spoke, I think it was about the controversy over you dared quote the Bible and talk about men and women actually having relations to make families. And that was somehow another, another cancel moment for Phil Robertson. But you taught people like me how not to get canceled. Uh, what, what, what made you know right from the start that you were uncancelable, no matter what A&E said, no matter what the left says, no matter what, what people who don't believe in Christianity say, what made you understand that you couldn't be canceled? Here's a great text that you may read from time to time, my man. Uh, Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. All around, just swirling around you. It was this way 2,000 years ago, and it's still this way. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world, no doubt about that. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard is coming, is already here. Then he goes on two or three verses. Uh, these people that swirl around us all the time and counsel their neighbor instead of loving him, they're from the world and, they, and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world. And the world listens to them. We're from God. And whoever knows God listens to us, but whoever is not from God does not listen to us. And that's where we are. We just have to be careful how we roll. But the power in us, God's spirit, he gives us when we, by faith, embrace Jesus, his death, burial, resurrection. When we embrace that and we come to Jesus, we're baptized in water. God seals the deal with his spirit. And his spirit enables us to exhibit love, 
joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against these things, the Bible says, there is no law. That's the way you keep the law. You love your neighbor instead of trying to cancel him. And if you love your neighbor, you're not going to go to his house and shoot him or mess with his woman. Just start there down the down this whole phase and that you live a life like that. And God protects us. You know, if they hated Jesus, Jesus said, they hated me. They're going to hate you. Right. So I'm prepared for all that before whatever gets here. You see what I'm saying? I do. It's Phil Robertson. Go to uncanceledbook.com, uncanceledbook.com. Uncanceled, finding meaning and peace in a culture of accusation, shame, and condemnation is the full title. But you look up uncanceled, you'll find it. You know, Phil, you, you hit on some things there that I really want to go a little bit further into. Late 50s, early 60s, we got the Bible out of, uh, out of school. We, we acted like this is somehow a secular nation, and it's not. It's a nation that was based on Judeo-Christian learnings, and the first Bibles were given out by the House of Representatives. So the first attack that happened by those who are deceiving us was to get any semblance of Christianity or Judeo-Christian beliefs out of the out of the, the the public square, and they've succeeded in that. But you're keeping it there. Did I hit the, the right mark there or not? You hit the nail on the head. That's why if you look toward governments, any government, any kind, a constitutional republic is the best one, in my humble opinion, that's ever been, that that they ever came up with. But like men like John Adams and him, he said, you know, wouldn't it be a utopia if we we governed our conduct and our country by the Bible? Wouldn't it be a utopia out there? It would be great. Well, governments is, and the reason we can't rely on government edicts and such is that governments have one big problem. They can't remove our sin. Right. And governments can't raise us from the dead. So there's a place for them. But when flawed men get together, they ran God out of the school system. And look, he's been gone for 60 years. Most of the school system now, praying to God is outlawed. The Bible is outlawed. Look at the Supreme Court decisions. I have watched in my lifetime, 75 years old, I've watched the beginning of a collapse of an empire. Right. I had a historian go back and and show me every empire that there ever was, all the way up to China, Russia, India, and the United States of America, four or five empires still standing here today. Every one of them, Everyone up to modern day, they had one thing in common. They all collapsed. Every single one of them. Most of these texts were written during the days of the Roman Empire. Right. You say, what happened to the Roman Empire? It's not there anymore. Right. It's gone. And all them statues they were bound down to and all the troubles the Apostle Paul had when he went to Greece and stood on Mars Hill, you say, Greece is no longer a power either. So one after the other have toppled because of their view or lack of knowledge to God Almighty. Since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, God gave them over to a depraved mind 
to do what ought not to be done. They've been, they're full of murder, envy, hatred, and it, the list goes on. They're heartless, faithless, senseless, ruthless. So all around us, this is swirling. But I just want you and your audience to know the only ones that are going to be left standing are the children of God when this thing, if, if and when it does collapse. I hope we will see the error of our ways, put God back in their political structure. Right. But I have my doubts, my man. It's Phil Robertson. So it, worries, it worries me. No, it worries me, too. I, we're, we're on the same page, certainly. Uh, go get his book, Uncanceled Book. Dot com, uncancelledbook.com. The entire uh, title is Uncanceled Finding Meaning and Peace in a Culture of Accusation, Shame, and Condemnation. To the point that you were making, I truly believe, and I wonder if you agree, that our country was based on this system, that was based on the Bible, based on the fact that we would still run this joint through our Judeo-Christian value system, but we were so caring and loving of our neighbor, as you say, that you can worship however you want. It's not going to bother us. That's fine. You're allowed to because in England they wouldn't let you do that. But that now, those who don't believe the way that the founders believed, they were all either Christian or deist. They believed in God at some point on some level. Many of them were Christian, although people you know, claim that they were atheists. They weren't. They were deists if they weren't Christian, which also is a belief in God. But we told people, worship however you want, and those who didn't want to worship anything have somehow, felt, fast forward to today, seated all the power. They've grabbed all the power. They've got the power in social media, power in big media, power in academia, power in politics, power in sports, Hollywood, music. They own everything. How did we let that happen, and how do we get it back? Can we get it back? We try to elect godly men, that's for sure. Yeah. But just remember, what's happened is because they're trying to be good without God. That's why that's the fuel underneath this cancel culture. It's sinful people. We're all sinful. Right. But the saved, their sins have been removed, and they still cancel us. So they're not going to stop because once you get rid of God and you don't have a faith, any hope, any love coming forth from you, Listen to this. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. Love is not proud. Love does, is not rude. Love is not self-seeking. Love is not easily angered. Love keeps no record of wrongs. You're like, oh my goodness, these people are trying to find out one mistake and they, yep. they say, we got you. They'll try to destroy your life. Uh, there's a love deficit in America there is. because they're trying to be good without God. Uh, are the hey, Phil? Are the can, are, are the cancelers playing God? They're being God, aren't, aren't they? Telling the masses we are God. You turn to That's us, right. and we'll let you know if you're okay in what you said or did. That's right. Just think about that, and the misery, and the the mauling, and the brutalizing of Jesus Christ. They finally got him strung up there like a like a piece of meat his final words were and is the reason i follow him he said father forgive them they don't know what they're doing so i don't hate these people i don't hate them at all i love them and i'm more sad than i am mad i'm just looking at the whole thing and i'm saying you know thank you jesus for coming down and dying on a cross to remove our sins and three days later solving our physical death problem by your resurrection from the dead. So the bottom line is, 
life on this earth while you're here and immortality yeah. is riding on Jesus Christ and how and our view of him. So I would just tell the people, you might ought to check out Jesus, check out Jesus before you pull some the next stunt you're gonna pull. Yeah. What I'm, kind of mind loots, shoots, burns other people's property? I looked up going up to the election, this last election. They're burning, they're shooting, they're looting, and they've got cans of spray paint and they spray on the walls F you. That's our culture right there. And the left the defends side. them. The, the left makes excuses for why that's okay, why it's acceptable. It's the saddest thing I've ever watched, and yeah. I never thought I would see this in these United States. I pray that there's a mass awakening and people look around and say, we need to get back to God. Because we're sure not doing too well without him, that's for sure. Yeah, uncancelledbook.com, uncancelledbook.com. It's Phil Robertson. Follow him everywhere. Get this book. Get his other books. He's a New, York, a New York Times bestselling author. Of course, the patriarch from Duck Dynasty. We all know and love Phil Robertson. And I love that you're unafraid to go ahead and put your chest out and your shoulders back and say, listen, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and ride with Jesus, and I don't think Biden is my God. I don't think that whomever else is in, in the power structure is is my Lord and Savior. Um it, I know that you're busy. You've been doing these all day, and you spending any time with me and my audience is always appreciated. One last question, and I wonder if you would you would give some. Your advice has already been amazing during this past ten minutes. Those who are out there listening are afraid to speak up. They're afraid to be canceled. They're afraid to be persecuted. They're afraid to lose their livelihoods if they dare say, "I like Phil Robertson. I like Joe Pags. I like Donald Trump." What advice would you have for them to to really find that backbone? and be able to stick to it, dig your heels in and say, no, this is what I believe, and you're not going to make me change it. Just think about the apostles. And they all were killed. Secular history tells us all of them were killed but John. But they all went to their death, not moaning or bemoaning. Jesus told Peter he would he would be an example by his death he would be an example, and you say, boy, listen to this. This is Peter. Watch what he says. This is pretty cool. This is, this is we need to learn something from Peter. Yes, sir. Watch this. Brothers, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fall, and you'll receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He said, I think it's right to refresh your memory. As long as I'm in the tent of this body, your body is like a tent, temporary, because I know that I will soon put it aside. Death is coming, and he died a horrible death, too, according to secular history, as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. I'm going to make every effort to see that after my departure, you'll always be able to remember these things. We just need to remember what God has promised, put our faith, in Jesus, live by the power of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And you you win the world by, by being that way. So let's not give up hope. Let's put it in God's hands. We'll pray for our neighbors. The two greatest commands in the Bible is love God and love your neighbor. Yeah. Love does no harm to its neighbor. We need to bring that back into America 
and not just go to church as they say two hours a week yeah monday tuesday wednesday it's not sunday yet but you and i are discussing we are meeting the church is right here right you and i yes sir so we need to remember this is a lifestyle that's ongoing monday through saturday before you go back to the church building you have to be out and about and let people know who you are where you stand and why we win well what, what i take already but what, what i take from what you just read and, and, and pardon me for interrupting is uh is if you stand firm the reward is better than the possible punishment here on earth which which it's an amazing thing to really open your eyes to because people are so afraid of being canceled and they're gonna lose their twitter account and the next door neighbor is gonna hate them because they're not woke enough um but but the reward is is a whole heck of a lot better than the punishment here on on earth i mean i take that to heart and and it's very well said thank you for reading that i really appreciate it get uncanceled go ahead yeah the lord's servant must not quarrel must be kind to everyone able to teach those who oppose him he must gently instruct in the hope that god will grant them repentance and they'll come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil who's taken them captive to do his will that's the way you roll you just you preach it up look we've got them coming from all over these united states they come every week they come down they want us to baptize him you know they say Mr. Rogers, we heard Jesus. So we're baptizing him. You know, the other day, I said, where are you folks from? And they said, Samoa. I'm like, wow. Samoa? <laughs> so we got them coming from 500 miles northeast of New Zealand. Right. And they made it down this way. That's amazing. So we can't underestimate the power of the gospel. Jesus died, was buried, and raised from the dead. Stayed 40 days, went back into heaven. He's there to remove any sin we ever commit in the right. future. Not counted against you. What a what a Lord and what a God and what great news it is to be part of his family. Well, he's, I'm glad you are, man. Well, I, I am, and I'm glad that, uh, that we're brothers together in that. It's funny because if you believe that, you can't be canceled. And, and I love this book, Uncanceled, Finding Meaning and Peace in a Culture of Accusation, Shame, and Condemnation. It's Phil Robertson. Go and get this book right now. Go and get all of his books. He's a New York Times bestseller. And I just had a, a, a great amount of joy talking to you again, Phil. Anytime you want to come on, my show's your show. Hey, thank you, man. All right, brother. We appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thank you. Appreciate you stopping by. We really appreciate Phil Robertson coming on. And listen, if you're listening on the radio, I get it. Uh, a little bit hard to hear, uh, hear, a little bit muffled, but that's okay. I thought that it was important enough to bring Phil on, and that made a lot of sense. Let's do some pop culture. Bep. Dirty pop. Yo. All right, Polo, brother, man, what's happening? So, you know, during the Super Bowl, a lot of celebrities will have these big parties and, and you know, just different events going on like that whole weekend. Right. Um, so apparently, Shaq has typically had one. I guess you call it Shaq's Funhouse, and you know whatever. Um, but right now he's offering this ultra VIP Super Bowl like party package. He's it selling it. 
It's a package that he's offering for people if they want to buy it. It's a million dollars. Let me get right on that. We got to go. That's Polo. That's Kerry. That's uh, that's CJ in for Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.